do 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 do. Happy Mother's Day, everyone. Welcome to the Mid-Range Game Podcast. Uh, coming to you on a Mother's Day Sunday. Um, hope all the mothers received all the love and all the support and all the praise, you know, that they deserve on their special day. Um, so, once again, thank everybody out there for, you know, really supporting the show and, you know, I don't care if it's one listen, three listen, it could be a thousand listens. I, I, it's all appreciated and it's all love. So, um, this is going to be a three topic show today. First, I'm going to touch on the Aaron Rodgers Green Bay saga as a Packer fan. Um, and then I'm going to talk some WNBA. All right, y'all, this this Green Bay Packer and Rogers saga is near and dear to my heart. I'm a Packer fan. I born a Packer fan. My dad was a Packer fan. You know, that's ultimately how I ended up being a Packer fan. It's been a great life so far. You know, obviously, I wish we could have a few more championships, but you know, overall, at least I know every t- year that my, t- you know, my team's going to have a chance to win at least 11, 12 games and make a deep playoff run. That counts for something. Uh, but <laughs> that could be ending pretty quickly, depending on how, <laughs> how does Aaron Rodgers thing go? Um, you know, Aaron Rodgers is, you know, threatening to re- retire. You know, he wants to trade, you know, he doesn't want to be a Green Bay Packer anymore. And as a Packer fan, it, it doesn't surprise me because um, I, I see both sides. I can see why Aaron Rodgers feel disrespected. Like, you know, hey, you know, I thought I was a, I thought I was a franchise quarterback, and then you just go and take this guy, so you're replacing me. Yeah, I can see that side, but also too, I can see the Green Bay Packers side in the, in this sense because, you know, looking at Aaron Rodgers in the 19 season. He was okay, but he looked like an aging, declining quarterback. He missed a lot of throws that he normally makes. He made some bad reads that he normally doesn't make. Um, so I can see why the Green Bay Packers said, you know what? Looks like Aaron's on a decline. We need to we need some help here. We need to bring bring this guy. We need to draft a quarterback. So I understand that. Um I think in hindsight, if I were Green Bay, I would have um, I would have waited another season because I say that because you know, Aaron Rodgers had a couple of down years before and he's bounced back strong the very next year. It's, it's his history. I remember uh, the, the the 2013 season didn't necessarily have a great year by his standard. But that 14 season, he came back like a man possessed. Played arguably his best season up until that point. Um, and then the very next year, 15, he had a down year by his standard. <laughs> like a bad, like by his standard, it was a bad year. And then he came back in 16, that was the run the table year, and he played the best ball of his career. Uh, so there was a history of Aaron Rodgers being able to bounce back from down from from a down year. Um, so if I were the Packers in that situation, I would have waited another year. 
to see exactly what I was getting from Aaron Rodgers. I would have gave him the benefit of the doubt. I think he earned that, you know, as, you know, Super Bowl winning quarterback and really a man that's kind of been carrying half a team for, for much of his career. You know, the Green Bay Packer organization hadn't exactly done a great job of giving Aaron Rodgers, you know, everything that he needs. You know, while Tom Brady has had, you know, so many top 10 defenses, Aaron Rodgers has had, what, two top 10 defenses, what, twice in his career? Twice. You know, at best, we've had average defenses up until this past year. Middle of the pack defenses, where our only defender, our only Pro Bowl defender, was like Clay Matthews, and, that, and Clay Matthews was literally our only pass rush. Uh, and you know, yeah, Aaron Rodgers had you know weapons, and you know, this is no disrespect to Jordy Nelson and Randall Cobb, but you know, there are levels to this shit, as Max Kellerman would say. It's levels. It's not like Jordy Nelson. And Randall Cobb was like Randy Moss and Chris Carter or Julio Jones and Roddy Jones or Roddy White back, you know, back in the early or uh, early 2010s. It's, that's not the case at all. You know, as as good as those as good as those guys were, whenever they faced elite corners, they didn't show up that much. You know, they were taken out the game. So it's levels to this. Oh, Rogers have been carrying half a team for a long for a long time up until up until now. Um, now, did the Packers draft defensively? Yes, they did. But the problem is those defenders that they did draft, they gave away a lot of them in free agency, which is another. I believe source of frustration for Aaron Rodgers. I believe a lot of this is doesn't even have to do with Jordan Love. A lot of this is like years and years of built up stuff. You know how it's like when you're married or you're in a relationship, you kind of hold things back, and after a while, it be turns into resentment and frustration and I think that a lot of that has to do with this situation and I don't think this ain't about Jordan love this is about respect and about you giving me respect because I earned it you know the the Green Bay Packers organization kind of has like this mindset of uh, players play and we manage and that's it like we don't need your input or you know you just play oh and you know I remember um I believe I saw it on ESPN. Like one of the uh, analysts was comparing this situation to Favre, and it's different in this sense because I didn't blame the Green Bay Packers organization with Favre because Favre kept saying that he was going to retire every year, and he was so wishy-washy about it. At some point, you kind of got to, you know, prepare for if this man, re- you know, retires. So I don't blame the Green Bay Packers in this situation. Like I say, I at the beginning I do see both sides of it. Um, as a Packer fan, I'm just hoping that, you know, we can come to a resolution. Hopefully, you know, as, you know, feelings, you know, time goes on, you know, feelings are kind of get put out the way and, you know, everything can be resolved. And I believe this situation can be resolved. Um, you know, if, if Rogers does end up 
you know, being traded, you know, so be it, you know, I'm going to wish him the best and, you know, I'm have unlimited respect for him as a player. Um, and I'm going to wish him well, but, you know, my heart is always going to be in Green Bay. So I'm going to wish Jordan Love, you know, much success and, you know, um, and, you know, wish the best for our organization. So we'll see how this plays out in the coming months. Stay tuned, you all. I'm going to talk WNBA. All right, y'all. I'm talking more WNBA basketball. Uh, I want to talk about two teams in particular. Uh, first, the New York Liberty. Uh, they were a hot garbage last year, uh, but they should be much improved this year. Um, you know, speaking of last year, they were two two out of twenty. Um, yikes! Uh, you know, they scored about seventy one a game, but they only shot thirty seven percent. And 27% for three. And they turned the ball over about 18 times a game. That ain't going to get it done anywhere. And on top of that, their defense gave up over 85 points a game. So they need to significantly improve in both areas, offensively and defensively. And they should improve. Uh, I think the biggest thing that will help is Sabrina Nescu being healthy and hopefully she can stay healthy the whole year. She only played three games last year. Uh, but when she did play, you could see she was she could ball. Like she's she's made for the pros. Um I like I like their I like their um uh Mikaela Unwede. I, I may I I know I'm butchering this girl name, but man, she's dope. Uh she was a six overall pick from UCLA. Uh, she's kind of like a, I would say she's a tweener right now. Maybe she can play some small, primarily small four, but also she can play power four too in, in some in some cases. Um, I like her game. Like she's a mid-range queen. She got, she she has a turnaround jumper that's, that'll make Kobe and MJ proud and Oscar Robinson proud. Like the girl ability to elevate over people is is really is really nice um outstanding athlete um like i said she she's a mid-range queen i think her game is custom made for um the WNBA, which has a nice blend of, of multiple different playing styles so um i like a number of their players um you know they also got picked up dd richards who i mean that she's going to help their defense right off the bat now, offensively, she got a lot of work to do, but um, the girl can come in right now. She can play defense. She can play. She can guard at least three positions with her height. Um, and I like um, I like Valerie Higgins. Uh, she's a very versatile guard, like very good rebounder for a guard. Um, you know, obviously they still have Kia Nurse. She's she's a really good player. Um, you know, Jasmine Jones, um, but. I think, in particular, a pick and roll with Inescu and Awane, uh could be dangerous. Uh, so I expect the Liberty to be a be better to be better on both sides this year. Uh, I mean, they were two and twenty last year. I mean, only way, <clears throat> only thing they can do is go up. So I expect them to win at least ten games this year. Go to ten and twenty-two, and 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 really, really 
give their fan base some some hope that they haven't had in in a long time. Oh, I'm gonna take a quick break, then I'm gonna focus on uh, the other team that I want to preview and my LA Sparks. I'm going to try to be unbiased here because I've been a big Sparks fan since the WNBA became a thing in 97. I go way back with the Sparks with Lisa Leslie, Tamika Disson, they had a body um, with, I can't I can't pronounce her name worth shit, but uh, Vladi Matubo, who was uh, there, outstanding small forward, very good athlete, uh, Delisha Milton. So I go, I, I, I love the Sparks, you know, and then the later Sparks team with Candace Parker and Chelsea Gray, like, I love, I'm a big Sparks fan. So uh, I've been rolling with the Sparks for a minute, and uh, to say I'm biased, <laughs> it's probably going to be a little bit of an understatement, but I'm going to try to move my bias to the side and, 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 and give you some, and give you some truth. Um, so let's start off with the Sparks. Last year they were fifteen and seven. Um, obviously, this is a completely different Sparks team than than years past. Um, you lose, you know, CP3, Candace Parker, the face of your franchise, and you know she's going home to Chicago, and you, know, you lose Chelsea Gray. Um, so that in itself kind of screams rebuild, but. This team still has a lot of talent. They bring in Erica Wheeler, uh, the the All Star Game MVP from nineteen. Um, she's she's a baller, fearless. She's a killer, um, and also I really like their rookies too. Um, picking up Jasmine Walker, six three out of Alabama. The girl, she's kind of like I would describe her as like a six three mellow. That's kind of how her her game reminds me. She can flat out score. Um, Stephanie Watts, who I mean, they just traded so <laughs> to the sky. So I get to actually see her. I'm going to actually go to a couple of sky games this year. So I'm actually going to be able to see her in person. And I'm a big fan of Stephanie Watts, but I'll get to her later when I start, you know, discussing the sky in a later episode. But. Um, um, you know, Arella Gutierrez, and I'm pretty sure I might be butchering her name, but, oh, man, she's that girl. She's a hooper. Like, she's a three-level scorer, and I think she could be special. And when you add in Jasmine Walker and Gutierrez with what the Sparks already have, you still have NECA, um, Brittany Sykes, I like T. Cooper. You know, you still have Simone Augustus there. Uh, Ruffin, uh, T. Era Ruffin Pratt. Um, this is a nice, interesting mix there. Uh, first of all, I believe the start the Sparks should be able to defend the hell out the ball, especially on perimeter this year. Where, where you add it with Cooper and Sykes, they should be able to defend the hell out the ball and. And and Arella Gutierrez, she's also a pretty good defender from what I saw um, in college. But obviously, you know, it's college is different than the pros. But um, I feel like their perimeter defense should be outstanding. Um, 
and it's really a great mix of um, you got a few veterans and a younger core. And I think the Sparks, um, I do think they're going to finish, you know, 12 and 20. Um, I don't know if they'll make the playoffs, but they're going to be really close. Um, I know they're, you know, losing Candace Parker, uh, Chelsea Gray kind of signals a rebuild. But I think the rebuild is going to be way ahead of schedule. It would not surprise me. I got, like I say, I got them at twelve and twenty. It wouldn't surprise me if they were actually a little better than that and end up actually making a little bit of noise. And that may be my bias coming out because I'm a huge Sparks fan, as I mentioned. Uh, but um, at the very least, they're going to lay the foundation for the very next year. And I think the very next year they're going to be right back in the thick of things as far as contending and getting back to the WNBA finals and, and you know, being up there with the Mercury and, the, and you know, the Storm. So um, there we have it. That's my preview of the Sparks. Uh, go Sparks. <laughs> um, you, got, you guys have a great weekend. Uh, this has been another episode of the Mid-Range Game. Uh, feel free to DM me, whether it's on Twitter. My Twitter handle is OleDefense1033. Uh, uh, same thing with uh, Instagram. Um, and then also, too, shoot me, shoot me a message on the Anchor app. Um, greatly appreciate those that have listened. Now, um, keeping an open mind. As I like to say, I'm not a professional, and I don't pretend to be one. I'm just a sports fan at the end of the day, just like you all. All right. Be safe, everybody. Continue to wear your mask. Get vaccinated. I'll be coming back at you shortly.